Welcome to the High Performance Half Hour with me, David Osgathorpe. Each week, we meet with athletes, coaches, business owners, and entertainers to discuss the high-performing habits that have led to their individual success. Welcome back to the second part of my interview with Scott Breddy and David Wolfson. In this episode, we'll take a closer look at the performance-enhancing benefits of recovery and the keys to achieving a great night's sleep, amongst many other things. Enjoy. What's your goal in taking this forwards in, at the moment? Well, uh, our why, if you like, is is that mm. we really we believe that everybody should sleep where the, where the air is pure, and so and like I said earlier, that the this is for not just the hospital but for the hotel and for the home. I mean, if you can, it, it, where do I see? It? If you go back to the eighties, David, you know you had people lugging their suitcases around airports and into cars, and you know walking around and somebody had the bright idea to integrate wheels with suitcases okay now you'd never dream of buying a suitcase if they didn't have built-in wheels i i actually see filtered bedding as <laughs> in a very similar way yeah. it's it's like it's like the wheels on on a on a on a wheelie suitcase because as you say it's such a simple thing and it's such a it's such an easy thing to 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 do and why would you? Why would you? If you can avoid sleeping on on a thousand pe- other people's whatever they have discharged into your pillow or mattress, why wouldn't you? And also, Scott Scott mentioned about uh, you know the, the players, and, the, and many of them have bought in, and they absolutely insist on taking the pillow, and they and they they use it at home, and and we have many many athletes who actually got mattresses. Uh, having got toppers for their for when they're traveling to the home hotel or the way hotel mattress toppers they actually ordered mattresses for their uh, for their own home for themselves and their partner and uh, but for executive travel as well david this is you know we we talk about you know five percent under syndrome i mean one of the most common things you'll find in a mattress or a pillow is mold and you know you can be walking around breathing fine all day and then you get into bed and within five minutes you're kind of your sinuses are inflamed, you're not breathing so well, or you're a bit snuffly. Um, And often that's because you're inhaling, you know, fungal spores that are being expelled out of your pillow or your mattress through your own movement and through the weight of your head. So, uh, you know, if you're, and I've I've done a lot of traveling for my work, and uh, I now wouldn't, absolutely wouldn't travel without my pillow because I, I know that that can cause me to be, feel 5% under in the morning or even worse. And, and why, you know, why have that exposure? Uh, where do we, I mean, go, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, it's, it's interesting you bringing that up. It just kind of reminds me, you know, obviously, um, with my work in, in Formula One, when you see the guys and they've just kind of traveled back to wherever they've been in the world and they've got a little cough or a little sniffle or something it's always just that throwaway comment well it's the air conditioning on the plane that's just that assumption that that's where i've collected it from and you just deal with it and it is fascinating just as you were saying that it just kind of triggered me to think you know well is it it's a question that well i have a related story um there's a there's a a virology um study prevention and therapy uh, center in london called in vivo and um we were they they were setting up quarantine rooms where they wanted to uh isolate uh subjects so that and 
and be sure that they weren't exposed to any other uh, virus or bacteria so that they could try their antivirals, you know, they could test antivirals. And so they invited us to come along because with a view to our, our equipping the quarantine rooms, which in the end we did, all of them. Uh, but when we arrived, uh, the, the, the founder of this of this uh, uh, this testing firm is called Professor John Oxford. And Professor Oxford gets, you know, he gets rolled out anytime there's, you know, when the, the SARS outbreak. I haven't seen him around now and maybe he's, he's, he, he's retired. But at the time when we arrived, he said, oh, your timing is perfect. He says, we've just demonstrated to ourselves that a flu bug can live in a pillow for over 24 hours. He said, and he said, and that just shows what I've always been saying, which is it's the it's the darn pillow in the hotel that you're picking up your your sniffle or your flu from, not the air conditioning on the plane. Mm, there we are, scientifically proven, fantastic. Well, that, yeah. but it is, and it, but but people just accept that as well, isn't it? It is just that you know, oh well, that's that's what I'll get, and that acceptance that you know that that these things do just happen. But I think when you kind of uh, you know, understanding this, I think that that this is the only thing that's kind of lacking for you guys at the moment is this 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 deeper understanding, and you know, for this message to be out there to more and more people, and so what people are actually um, exposing themselves to without this, and and you know, understanding, you know that it, it shouldn't be right that we just accept that we're we're five ten percent under the weather, so to speak. Absolutely, but I mean. Thankfully, uh, as uh, I was saying at the beginning of our talk, that uh, we we are now we're we're now inundated with interest, especially from from uh, healthcare systems around the world, and we're supplying the COVID nineteen response um, at, in some cases at national level, and in many many cases through distributors and regional levels. And that's that's great. It's great for us, but it's also great to see that the that the product that's safest for not just for patients, for caregivers as well, is being is being adopted uh, widely now, and that's great. But but at the same time, um, the next thing that I believe really really has to consider the same adoption path is the hotel industry, and we have had approaches now from two of the large hotel groups, and. They have to address legitimate public health concerns as we emerge from the bunker following this. Uh, you know, future guests, it's going to be top of mind, isn't it? I mean, yeah, know, of course. What, what am I sleeping on here? You know, what what levels of hygiene? I see that the uh, the Accor Group, uh, that giant French hotel group, I don't know, twenty different hotel brands. They've announced a tie up with a a global testing agency and standards agency called Bureau Veritas. And they're looking to adopt new protocols and standards. And we, we would very much like to be part of that for sure. Uh, there's other hotel groups. I know see the Hilton group have done something similar with the tie up at the Mayo Clinic. So the, the, uh, and it's no longer going to be adequate for them to pay lip service to make the kind of, you, you, you know, historically in, in the, in the consumer or in the non, medical sector people claim anything they liked you know for orthopedic or anti-allergy or anything you just just write it on the packaging and there that's it it's done and but and of course in and that's why you don't see any of those products in in the medical sector because they're they don't work and they're not proven yeah because they don't work and but but now um 
the hotel, the hotels, the hospitality, the sections of the hospitality industry that get this and understand that they have to address these these serious, serious uh, anxieties and concerns, well founded, with real science, with products bound, backed by sound science. They're the ones that are going to emerge out of this the best. Well, it's a definitely a, a very different world that we're going back to. And I think that, um, you know, it's not just a nice thing for these, you know, hotels or, or businesses or, or medical organizations to do it. It is going to be an essential thing, I think. And look, good on you if you you are, you know, at the front of that queue when 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 things are going out. But I, I do think that this um, isn't just going to pass, you know, when um, numbers, you know, fall uh, down to you know minimal levels this will be around for a long long time and the, you know the fear of the the next kind of pandemic coming I mean, will we'll stay around for a long long time and i think that it's it's changing people's mindsets and people's approach that you know um well hopefully this will this will work very you know in a in a positive way for you yeah i uh, in all ways yes i hope so and uh, and also for um um, Scott and I have discussed this, but in in the same way is is it's now very relevant for uh, hotels and for hospitals. Also, we were hopeful that we can engage with more and more elite sports teams and elite athletes. I mean, we have. I don't know if, if Scott had mentioned to you at some point that we we have a very successful tie up with the movie star uh, cycle team. And we've we've um, equipped them with with toppers and pillows and travel pillows, and the feedback is tremendous. I mean, they they actually believe that they're seeing a, a, a significant improvement, especially amongst uh, their their cyclists who who have who have historically had allergy or immunocompromised issues. But but a, a lot of a lot of uh, high performance um, people really do need to protect especially need to protect themselves during sleep and recovery no look, i think um f- for me like high performance is is basically a, a fairly simple equation which is stress plus rest gives you the the recovery i think that a lot of athletes are very good at stressing their body as much as they possibly can and pushing but maybe not recovering to the fullest level and so they can never kind of achieve that that highest level of performance without the recovery and whether that is just the case of addressing sleep issues or you know maintaining the highest possible levels of health just getting that recovery right and i think that the world is is kind of slowly adapting to this i think you know when you see I don't know if you're watching the uh, the Michael Jordan documentary series at the moment. I'm slightly obsessed with this program, but I've never been a basketball fan. But, you know, it's, I, I think it's a, a great series at the moment. But when you look, there's a lot of these guys, they're, they're traveling all across, you know, the, uh, the US night after night, different cities. You know, I think that they're ahead of the game in terms of understanding the requirements of the players. It's this load management kind of theory that they have in on there and kind of looking after kind of resting yeah. players at the appropriate time kind of pushing people um but i do think that you know when you look at sports like that and the demands there but you still have guys that that they 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 they're performing for longer 
these days. They're well into their mid to late 30s. You're still getting the highest performance. I think um, LeBron James is like 37 or something now, still like, you know, known as the, the best kind of player out there at this, you know, moment in time. And I think that he's kind of renowned for sleeping sort of 10 to 12 hours a day. And I think that you need those kind of messages and those kind of, you know, like we said, like or I, I kind of alluded to, it's great when you're 18 and you can kind of, you know, just go and go again. But it's really interesting to see, you know, people taking sleep seriously just from a a physical perspective and then actually if you're bringing in the element of of addressing their health whilst they sleep as well i think you can kind of really start to create really high performers that can deliver that level of performance game after game season after season and that's you know i think um it's interesting that that's where you'd like to go with the company and i think obviously with with scott's background it's really um interesting to to see where he can take it what are your thoughts scott on where where you think things can go from this side of things no absolutely and uh, look as you said that the benefits of sleep are, are endless when it comes to athletic performance as well and a lot of the work that we've done previously has been behavioral as such you know and trying to educate the players on the, the correct protocol if you like when it comes to sleeping and the correct kind of behaviors and different things they can implement you know and a massive part of that is going to be the sleep environment you know and, and we you know, research will tell you you want the right temperature, 18 to 20 degrees, you want it dark, you know, a lot of these things. But obviously your bedding becomes a, a huge, huge part of that as well. So that's why it has been a, a really good tool to to help that message. Um, but in terms in terms of where we, we see it and, and the work that we're trying to do is, as David said, you know, a, a huge partnership we have is with Team Movie Star um, Pro Cycling and and that's now into its second season and it's growing, um, supplying all, all the men, uh, male riders and all the female riders as well. Um, and, and as so David said... Your bedding yeah. will, travel, will travel wherever they're going then? Yeah, exactly. So that's a, a big logistical one as well. So yeah. um, certainly, again, what the approach that we've kind of went with is to, to perform a, a kind of needs analysis with them and, and work with the teams. And that's the main thing. It's not just direct supply and... We, we drop the equipment off and there you go, deal with it. It's, it's, it's an ongoing partnership. We help them with the logistics and we help work out what's the best approach to take. And that includes obviously the, the kind of initial uh, fitting workshop, if you like, at the start. And then we see it all the way through to bespoke and personalised pillows with names and um, kit numbers and anything that goes with it, branding, logos, all that type of thing. And then right the way through to, as you say, the logistics. Um, we've supplied them at the Tour de France, the Giro d'Italia, the Vuelta España. So we've done the Grand Tours last season. And if it hadn't been, obviously, for the pandemic, we'd be, we'd be looking forward to a kind of second season of that as well. Um, so that's a huge one. And it's one that, that may it may grow. We may look to try and grow across, you know, cycling. Obviously, speaking with yourself as well, with F1, with the amount of travelling that you guys do, that's certainly an area that, that we um we see as a, a kind of real important one and um yeah and across football and several other football teams as well we've supplied rugby teams international rugby teams at the World Cup um as well and so that was there's, the been, there's been some nice adoption that was the extreme yeah, yeah. biometric requirements was the rugby team <laughs> no no that's absolutely it. as, as David said that it truly was it and that's when it when it came down to the the, the fitting workshop, you know, these guys 
athletically and you just you just take exactly the kind of body shape and type and size and a lot of them going into trauma every time they go and train and and, and play as well and, and so you're having to kind of look after their kind of orthopedic needs um so it's been it's listen it's been a really exciting kind of journey so far um and as david alluded to as well we fully expect the new normal to be athletes thinking about this when they when they travel you know and they're going to want to be protected so certainly we're going to find it pretty normal very soon to see athletes turning up to the training ground with their masks and gloves on as part of their PPE yeah. you know but but why not when they when they travel they've got their, their pillow on their back to go when they go to the hotel and things you know we just probably assume that that's going to be the new normal and that's certainly where we want to to be to be able to supply that but at the same time to work with teams you know it's it's, it's a partnership it's not just direct supply as far as we see it yeah, I think that's you know you're you're so true there. I think this is interesting to see where you know the the next phase of things go. I think they're talking about a June start for for a number of sports and you know what that looks like at training grounds and what that looks like you know for playing and and exactly like you said, if players are going to come in in gloves and masks and but then I think there's talk of these neutral venues in football and where are these players going to be put up and and there's so many you know issues to consider that this seems to be. A a, a fairly simple solution to um, you know a number of issues that will arise. I hope it is. Yeah, there's, there's, there is another element as well. You just reminded me about which is in in, in hospitals they talk about uh, patient confidence. So you know they they've done studies with our with our pillows and mattresses versus the, this isn't the clinic investigative uh, clinical trial. This is just a kind of a service evaluation, if you like, and. You know, a patient or a resident in a nursing home can feel very nervous if there's an odor or if there's something dirty about their pillow and they're worried that they're going to pick up something from it, and especially especially the odor side, but also if there's staining or they have this, or if it's ripped or if they have a sense that it's it's not clean. When they when they are using our our product. And especially if, if they've been told about it and they're told it's filtered and it's totally sealed, but it's breathable and so on, they feel much more confident. And confidence is really important for patient recovery. I think it's very similar or it should be very similar in, in the sports recovery side of where sleep is part of the recovery. If an athlete is sleeping on a pillow that they know they can be confident in is clean, is not going to, they're not going to pick up anything from it. And same for the mattress topper, let's say. Surely that's going to be in, in, improve the recovery through sleep. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you said. It's um, you walk into a hotel. And if you can, if you, if there's an odor in the room, you 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 know your 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 senses are switched on, and you you have. But if they're these unseen or you know things that we can't see or smell, mm. and we're, we're unsure of, I think you know I've I've um, you know traveled to a lot in, in with my sort of work, and and when you go into certain you know hotels and you just think what am i sleeping in here and you know and and with that in mind i think just naturally when you you sleep in a slightly alien environment naturally your body doesn't properly switch mm. off so you aren't going to get that proper night's recovery and add that in with what you're going to pick up 
when you're there, you're going to come out with some, some, you know, seriously low performers kind of going forwards. And I think in, and the risks that are, that are associated there, it, it will oh, be. On, on that, David, sorry to interrupt, but yeah. there, there's been, there's been studies on that. And that's something we are very much aware of is this kind of um, first night away syndrome that kind of does exist. And um, there's, there's some nice studies that came out of, um, I forget the exact research, I'll get it to you, but Barca Innovation Hub did a, a kind of guide on it. Um, and certainly they looked at this this concept, this kind of theory of this first night away. And it's something that we've all experienced. You know, you you go and you sleep away in a different environment for that first night and you, you sometimes struggle to, to sleep. And if you can bring a consistency to that, whether it be, you know, a mattress topper or just the pillow itself, then that can just have a psychological impact that, that just relaxes you and, and makes you feel far more comfortable. And, and again, that should in turn um, improve your sleep quality as well. Because a lot, of the, a lot of the overnight stays that we do will just be one night, you know, there'll be short stays. And I'd imagine very much yourself will be the same within Formula One as well. So if you can do anything to just keep that one night as, as regular and, and routine as possible, then that can only have a, a positive effect. Well, with the Scottish... yeah, that's fascinating. Go on, David. No, just with the Scottish rugby guys, I could I could absolutely see that once you explained why this product came into being in the first place, why this pillow, why this topper, you could you could see uh, in the photos we saw of them at the World Cup, and each of them carrying their own pillow, and they have their own pillow, their their own carrier bag for it, and uh, had their name on it. You could just see that they they were feeling better about that. That's something. That's my pillow. I know that's clean. I know that's. I know what I'm going to get from that. And it was actually it was nice for us to see it. We were they were posting pictures of themselves with their own personalized pillow, sleep angel pillow. But I'm sure that they got a little confidence boost from that, and it was a little bit of home and security for them. In the, in and of course, when you're on when you're doing a World Cup or you're staying in multiple, there's multiple first nights in various hotels. Definitely. Uh, I think it's a, it's a fascinating area and I, I, I'd like to look into that more myself because I do kind of feel like, you know, when you are traveling so much, look, and we're not going to go into uh, with Scott's on, we won't go into how it, it didn't really affect their performance, but that's, that's, an, that's another story. For another <laughs> don't, don't mention Ireland. But, uh, don't mention Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, do, I do think um, I think there's there's so much to be said for that. That's that's really fascinating. I'd love to read that study actually, Scott. Find out a little bit more about that the um, the, the one night syndrome thing because I think that that's and look, this is something that um, I. I mean, the, the guys that travel, they're usually away for, you know, anything from, from three to, to seven days when, when they're traveling. And I think, you know, you're just about kind of getting used to a, a hotel environment and then, you, and then you're heading back um you know and this sleeps kind of all over the place and i I, you know there's there's a number of issues that are that are uh, at play there but i think just exactly like you said from a from a comfort perspective from a familiarity from that consistency of surface and consistency of of um of the 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 level of the pillow as well i think you know a number of people that again it's that neck pain that we associate with the flights and everything Mm -hmm. i'm sure it's a, a disruption in in the the consistency of the level that you're used to and it is a fairly simple logistic thing i'm sure when it comes to movie star and when you're kind of transporting mattresses or toppers etc um, along with the pillows that that it becomes difficult but i think yeah it's a it's a nice little uh 
thing to carry. I don't know, David, like you kind of talked about at the start, maybe you can put some wheels on them <laughs> as well and people can kind of, you know, <laughs> drive through the airport lounge. You could, uh, well, you're consistent, David. Do you know what you said at the, at the start of your first podcast in this series? You said that the high performance day, to look at it, we're starting with a good night's sleep. Yeah. Oh, look, at you, you've done more research than me, David. Fantastic. <laughs> but it does. This is, I really believe that, that you can't have a good day without a good night's sleep. And I think that it just doesn't work without that. So, yeah, if, um, you know, and, and it's again, it's things that people just accept I'm a bad sleeper or I, you know, I can't sleep at this time or I always wake up early or I always, you know, wake up two or three times during the night or, I, you know, I, I have this, I have that. And, and it's an acceptance, which I just think that, you know, why do people accept that? It's so vitally important to everything. And I think if you're not kind of addressing these issues and you're allowing night after night for you to get, you know, just a 80% recovery 70 percent recovery and this knock-on effect inevitably then your immune system is going to be suppressed so then we're open up to to more infection as a result of that we're never going to be able to deliver high performance our energy is going to be low our concentration is going to be out our mood's going to be all over the place i think that's a big thing if we're kind of working with people you know those people that that are snappy that are irritable that we don't particularly enjoy being with i i'd i'd kind of um just like to look at their sleep habits and understand where they're at. I okay. think a lot of things can be resolved with a good night's sleep. Yeah, I, I, I keep going back to those two phrases from from when our first engagement with you, Scott, and, and Celtic, which is uh, controlling variables. I mean, that's really what you're describing in a way, David, is, is, you know, that's a variable you can control rather than the unknown of, what what pillow am I going to be on? How is it going to be for me orthopedically? What's it going to be for me about? What am I going to be inhaling? What's going to be uh, what we call the intimate environment around my nose, eyes, mouth, ears, that type of thing? So you, we, you can control that variable. And the other phrase that, that we now use so much, uh, Scott, is protecting performance. You want to protect mm. your performance the next day. And this is a way to do it. Guys, that's brilliant. I think a, a perfect way to end things. I would love to get you both, both back on. I think it would be really good to kind of maybe have a chat over the summer and see where things have gone post this time, end of the season, looking forward to things going forwards and any, um, you know, developments in, in the area of, you know, health, medicine and performance. If you'd be keen to do that, that would be great. Uh, absolutely. I've, I've enjoyed it yeah, thoroughly. And thank you very much. Brilliant. Thank you, guys. All the best. Take care. Take care. Thanks so Bye. much, David. Bye. Bye.